Hey guys, welcome back to Live with Lexi Howell. My name is Lexi Howell. Hi guys, my name is Myra and I'm Lexi's mother. I got mama on with us today and I'm so excited to get into our conversation here on Live with Lexi Howell. If you are new, it is simply me sitting down with special guests and we talk about Jesus and life through laughter community and real conversations. But today we're going to switch things up a little bit. Today, Alexis is going to be the interviewee, and I'm going to be the interviewer, so we can learn a little bit about what Lexi has been up to and how God has been working in her life. So we're going to start out. I'm going to take control of the mic. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> we're going to start out with prayer. So we're going to allow Lexi to lead us in prayer this morning. Wow. I feel honored. <laughs> Let's pray, guys. Father, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be able to talk about what you have done and allowed me to do for your glory and for your kingdom. I am just so honored to be able to talk about the good things that you have gifted me with so that your people can be encouraged. I'm thankful for mama to take control today and to have fun. And I pray that your sons and daughters that are listening or watching this will be encouraged right where they are. You are good. You are holy. We invite you in and we honor you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's just get right on into it then. Why don't we? Why don't we? Okay. So Alexis, for those of the people out here who mm -hmm. are new, tell us a little bit about yourself that maybe something people don't really know or just something about you in general. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Alexis Monet Howell. Also go by Lexi as well. Um, I'm 21. I'm in college. I'm a junior in college. I go to JCC. I think y'all pretty much know me, but simply put, I love me some Jesus, my family, and caramel ice creams. More specifically, Haagen-Dazs Dote de Leche ice cream. Amen. Can, yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot of money, but praise God, he provides. Amen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love to encourage people. I love to make people laugh. I keep my family rolling. Um, they would be just so sad without me, and I take that with humility. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> just humble. Just humble. Uh, but yeah, I really do. I love making people laugh. Love having a good time, and wherever they're is laughter and whether wherever there is fun like I want to be there I want to have fun um in a respectful way you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. and <laughs> that's yeah. so true so true so true I agree with everything she said so you heard it from her mama she's telling the truth wow. but over the past few years or a couple of years God has really dealt heavily with you in a lot of areas um I say you have an umbrella and there's a lot of things going on under that umbrella that were inspired by God. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write the book. Let's start with the book first, Dear Broken Girl. Okay. Um, so yeah, Dear Broken Girl, I self-published that in 2019. At the time I was 18 and truth be told, that's another plug for something else, but truth be told, I did not write Dear Broken Girl with the intent of writing Dear Broken Girl. You know this, right? I wanted to be a blogger, y'all. Like I was in the blogger phase. I was going to have it all set up. It was going to be nice and pretty. And um, simply put, Dear Broken Girl is just my prayers to the Lord. I tell people all the time that this book is not a um, cute book because the content is creative, but it's a real book so that people who read it are able to relate to it. So Dear Broken Girl came from a broken place in my life and uh, I was unsure of who I was in the Lord. So that's what this book is to 
teach and remind women of their worth in Jesus because I, at the age of 18, 17, 16 even, did not know my worth in Jesus, though I was in church and in youth group, right? I just still didn't have that firm foundation in the Father. So that's what Dear Broken Girl is. It's from a dark place to talk about the goodness of the Lord, to remind women and teach women of their worth in Jesus. Yes. And the fact that I get to do that or that it has happened is only the Lord because again, I did not have any intention on writing a book. I wanted to be a blogger, not a book writer, so or not an author. And the Lord had something different. And I remember when you were like, Lexi, you're writing a book. And I said, no, ma'am, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to be a blogger. So I was very oh gun-holed. Yeah. So moms know best sometimes. All Amen. The time. All Some, the time. Whatever. But what, one of the things I will say that I love about Dear Broken Girl, and even though the title says... Dear Broken Girl, it relates to a wide range of individuals. Yeah. You know, um, I've had friends of my age mm -hmm. uh, who have read the book and it have been so it has been so inspired. I myself have read the book and been so inspired because it, it talks about the brokenness yeah. of an individual and how God works through that brokenness to bring about healing. Mm -hmm. So I love that about Dear Broken Girl because it's not just for teenagers, even mm -hmm. though that's your passion and yeah. your and your love, but it's it's also for any age, female and male. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's very good. Mm -hmm. Um now after Dear Broken Girl God did some more stuff he in your life, thing. right? He's yeah, he's been working. Um, he's busy and, he's, and busy. he's good. But the next thing that God allowed you to um, take on was Live with Lexi Howell, mm -hmm. correct? Yep. So tell us a little bit about what is Live with Lexi Howell and how did that come about? Yeah, well, okay. So Dear Broken Girl happened in 2019. And then Live with Lexi Howell came about in 2020. So March of 2020, DBG, June 2019. So six to eight months later, Live with Lexi Howell was birthed. And it was because of Dear Broken Girl that Live with Lexi Howell was able to to come about. So Lava Lexi Howell is, again, like I said in the beginning, a place where I sit down with special guests and we talk about Jesus and life and where we are and what the Lord is teaching us and what we're learning from him and where we failed and fallen and where we're thriving and all those different types of things with other people. I've had guests ranging from 16, she was 16 at the time, to I've had people who are in their 60s. And so there's just this wide range of topics and things that you get to learn and soak in wisdom from 16-year-olds and 60-year-olds and those in between. So Lava Lexi Howe is the first time that I got to step into having a conversation with other people. And then as we will talk about later, other opportunities to be able to talk um, and have a conversation with people. But it really came out of this place, Lava Lexi Howe, when we were shut down with the global pandemic, March of 2020. And I remember it was a Sunday. I think we had just finished watching a sermon online. And I was journaling with the Lord when we were in the den. And I was like, Lord, how can I serve your daughters, right? Because that's my focus. My focus are for women, um, specifically college age, teenage girls, because I'm a college student and I was a teenager. So that's my thing. Um, and so I asked the Lord, how can I serve your daughters? Not knowing that it was going to be, oh, you're going to speak to male and female, young and older, and you know, season, season saints, season, you know, like, you. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> like, I didn't know that that was going to be what it was. So basically, Lava Lexi came out of a question to help encourage people. And the Lord was like, I'm gonna do that. 
and then some. And so we have been rocking and rolling since March of 2020, having over 30 guests, again, from ages 16 to 60s. And we just talk about where we are, where we're hoping that the Lord takes us and what we've learned so far. And it's just been so good. Yeah. So I love that. Real conversations yeah. with real people yes. about a real God. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Tell it. Um, but I also love the fact that, you know, you and I had talked um, in the past and how God in his faithfulness, because this was something that he gave you mm -hmm. to to um, oversee. But in his faithfulness, God each month has shown up yeah. and provided for you guest speakers or or um, subjects or topics mm -hmm. to discuss. Um, and never once has he failed you nah. in that area. So I think that is just so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. So when we first started Lava Lexi Howell, right, the idea was to, the first person that I interviewed was Rachel Camerata, and she is a powerhouse for the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew I had specific people for the month of April. That's when we were launching it. And I had four people for four Saturdays in April of 2020. And Rachel was the number one that I wanted to be up here. And we talked about joy. And then I was like, okay, well, I need these other three people to go ahead and get them ready. And so for, I think it was April until August, cause school started back August, 2020. Mm -hmm. I had interviews every single week, which meant that I had to have a different guest every single week had to interview them then had to upload you know what i'm saying and it was just like it was a lot but it it wasn't a lot like it was very fast paced it was a lot of people a lot of conversations but it wasn't difficult because the lord was doing it mm -hmm. so i think that's the difference that i found and learned through lava lexi howell was like when the lord gives you something he provides also Amen. so when dear broken Amen. girl was the same thing like i just simply offered my brokenness to the lord i just wrote hey lord i got homework tonight and i really don't want to do it you know like being real i don't i don't want to do this homework it's set to the side and it shifted to lord my heart is broken in pieces right now and that is what dear broken girl is so if the lord provided that and then he's also just worked in many ways for dear broken girl to be out there the same god who provided in that way and Dear Broken Girl provided in Love with Lexi Howell. And that was every single week at that time I had guests. There was in October, I remember October 2020, I had a guest every single week that time or every, yeah, every Saturday for the month of October. And I was like, Lord, I'm in school. You know what I mean? I got classes, I got assignments, I got tests, but it wasn't overwhelming because the father was actually moving. Mm -hmm. So that was super cool. It's great to look back on, but now um, I only do once a month to keep it going, but to not go be overwhelmed now that I'm moving up in college and all the other things that the Lord has given me. And he has not failed, like mom said, in giving me content for myself because I just figured I was going to interview people. This is what happens when you're like walking with the Lord. He changes the game, right? Like you think <laughs> he does we're just going to, he does his thing. And yes. he's like, no, 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 no. Like I said that, but like, let me do this. Right. Um, so I thought I'm just going to be interviewing people and mm -hmm. that's going to be how it is. And then there was a time where I didn't have a person to interview. And I think mom or dad or both probably y'all, but both of them. Straight probably said was like you do it right mm -hmm. you talk you speak right because the lord has done great things in your life and wants to maybe speak through you so now there are opportunities where i just get to talk to y'all right as you as you've watched and been journeying with lava lexi how but the father has been faithful in providing if not a guest he has provided content 
each and every month. And if we were to go week to week, there ain't no doubt in my mind that the father would not provide every single week. But because we're stepping into something new, it's okay that it's just once a month right now. All right now. And so God, of course, he is not finished with you yet. He's steady working in your life and and bringing things through you for his glory, of course, because it's all for the glory of God. But in 2021, Mm -hmm. yeah, something else was birthed from God and um, truth be told. So tell us a little bit about truth be told. Yeah, for sure. So um, truth be told is I say it like this. If y'all have watched the truth be told podcast trailer on YouTube, you've heard it. But the truth be told podcast is not your polished, put together, nor perfect podcast. But it is a space and a place for you to have a good conversation with me as your friend as we talk about the goodness, the glory, the divinity, the holiness, the loving kindness of God and share what life is looking like right here and right now. So it is taking Dear Broken Girl and it's taking Lava Lexi Howe and it's really just meshing them together, right? We're talking about real things, which would be Dear Broken Girl, but we're also having a conversation, which would be Lava Lexi Howe. And that just hit me right then, which is pretty cool that the Truth Be Told podcast is putting these two together. So that is what the Truth Be Told podcast, how it came about. Quite honestly, I've always wanted to do a podcast um, probably for like a year and a half, two years, I've wanted to do a podcast because of Live with Lexi Howe, right? Like it opened my eyes to be like, oh, let's do it. Like I've heard other people do it. Like I would love to step into that role. Um, and being a YouTuber, I love watching YouTube. So being able to step in that, Truth Be Told podcast is up there as well on YouTube. So now being a YouTuber, being a podcast host and being with Lava Lexi Howe and an author, like that is pretty cool. So that is the place that Lava, um, Truth Be Told, girl, mm-hmm. I got so many. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, but the Truth Be Told podcast is this, um, it, it was opened up and birthed because the father was faithful and Lava Lexi Howe. And it has continued to like nudge me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. to where now I'm very comfortable in it because I was called into it um and out of my comfort zone so yeah i think that answered your question i forgot which question was but <laughs> <laughs> i think, it I think that's well. it I and some, but that's know. okay because it was good um now tell me alexis or lexi mother uh, what has god taught you in the past year because we've gone through a lot yeah since 2020 mm-hmm. right i mean well actually since 2019 you know personal stuff of my mom mm-hmm. and your Mima and you know um, your dad's mom mm-hmm. and it was just so much that happened in 2019 and then 2020 we hit a, a worldwide yeah. pandemic you know we started going through that and we're still going through it mm-hmm. but what has God taught you for the past couple of years yeah so 2019 was definitely like for our family like mom said a very difficult year with grandma Rochelle who was my dad's mother passing in May of 2019 just graduated high school when she had passed then a few months later go off to college and my grandmother Mimi is what we call her which is mom's mom passed away and it was devastating right like that was super difficult I think in that season if we can go back to 2019 and the grief and the heartbreak what I learned was to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so whenever um, we were really shaken up with Mimi because she was always here and always doing stuff and just very, very close, close, close with us. So I remember um, pausing 
to not pray or I couldn't read. And it was just really difficult to get back into the routine when your heart was broken and filled with grief. And mom was like, she wouldn't want you to not read the Bible because she was a lover of the word too. So I think in that season, it was keep going. If I could put some words on it to keep going, to keep reading, to keep praying, um, even if you didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. So then we go into 2020 and this is the mindset that I have now that the world is kind of shutting down and now we're closed in, I still have to keep going. Um, and I think all of our emotions were different in that time. You were having a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. It was like the reality of her death had just amplified to to such a high um, level that it was super overwhelming for you. So we all grieved differently. And that's what we were stepping into in 2020 with mm -hmm. closing down. And so grief just skyrocketed yes. and 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 we were like, we can't leave, you know, like yeah. we have to sit here in this, in you yes, know? Um, yes. And so in that sitting here in it, keep going was the mindset mm -hmm. um, for all of us. But just like, if I could put words on that, um, then, so like through 2020, what I stepped into, what I learned from the Lord was to go on dates with him. And I'll explain more about that. And the Truth Be Told podcast is coming out in February about going on dates with Jesus. But essentially, it is taking the mindset mm -hmm. of if I were to have a boyfriend or if I were married and we were to have date nights or date days or whatever you want to call it, how would that look? Take that same approach, same mindset, mm -hmm. same passion mm -hmm. and apply that to the Lord. Did not do that perfectly throughout all of 2020, but it started there. And so I know that if I want to feel the father close or if I want to spend time with him, I know that dates with Jesus is a great thing to do. Um, so that's what I learned in 2020 was dates with Jesus, mm -hmm. having fun with the father. Like the Lord is fun. He's great to be around. And just like, you know, we hang out and have fun. It's the same thing with the father and I, like we can cook together, clean together, um, ride to the, yeah, the grocery store yeah so it's <laughs> no, basically he always would like he with us right now um <laughs> but that's what i learned in 2019 keep going 2020 date the lord and it sounds weird i'll get into it in february on the truth be told podcast so look so out for that yes. hello um but and then coming into 2021 it was that i am not the leader it's not about me. Mm -hmm. And I uh, learned that very, very well. Oh, uh, you guys, Truth Be Told podcast again, like you have to listen to these episodes because it makes sense to now. But I was told by the father through the mama that it's not about me. When it comes to the kingdom, when it comes to um, encouraging people, when it comes to the very breath that I'm breathing, it's not about me. And the reality of that, the humility that is like being through my throat um <laughs> to humble with my love. pride with love um is what I learned in 2021 and I wrote a lot of different things on what the Lord has taught me in the past year because I didn't want to miss it so I'm just going to read what I wrote which is I have learned of the Lord's divinity that he's for me that it's not about me um to hear the Lord's voice I've definitely heard the Lord's voice and we'll talk about that again on the truth be told podcast on how I lost the Lord's voice mm -hmm. and, and what it looks like to get it back and yes. how do you lose it and yes. how do you know you hear it and so we'll talk more about that too. Um mm -hmm. seeing the God seeing God's provision and how he has personally provided for me and what he's told me and spoken. Like there are there's specific words the Lord has said, No, I got that. 
right? Whenever in actuality, it's like you have to do A, B, and C to get that. And the Lord's like, I created A, B, and C. So if I want to bump that, I can. Are you going to believe me? So, and then that goes into the next thing is like to believe the Lord more. His mercy is correcting me. I have been mm. convicted the most, I feel like, in 2021 has been such a convicting year for me. And it's the mercy of God that I have discovered comes in conviction, right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm corrected and and got you know put back on the right path it's the mercy of god so the mercy of god is not just like oh lexi that's more like gracie like it's okay the mercy of god is like no this isn't right let's work on this like that mindset that heart posture that attitude that's not that's not glorifying me so let's rework it so i have learned about the that his mercy is in correcting me his kindness is in holding me again going through the grief um, and just different other areas. If I'm feeling overwhelmed with school, I've been held by the Lord or he's whispered his, his good and kind and truthful words over me, his willingness to carry me or carry my anxiety for me and give me peace. 2020, I think, was a very anxious year for a lot of us yes. and, and for many reasons, mm -hmm. but specifically with the global pandemic. Also in 2021, I have battled um, anxiety and even now in 2022 so his willingness to carry my anxiety for me yes. I think of Matthew what 11 28 through 30 is like give me your heavy burden mm -hmm. so that I can give you um, my yoke which is easy and and burden which is light anyway last thing to rest in his grace which essentially is like if I it's not about me and it's all about him then he's going to carry me and do whatever he has allowed me to steward Right. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I love all that you've said because in all that God has, has been working on you, I can relate to a lot of those areas. Mm -hmm. So I love it because God is not just a one person God. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he deals with all of us some, sometimes in the same aspect, but then there are times when even if it's the same word, it reaches us differently. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I love that about God. He's a very intentional mm -hmm. personable relatable god and yeah. I, you know i love that um so where do you see things going this year what has god spoken through you about this year or the future or uh you know what aspirations do you have or um i mean where where, where are things going here i don't know no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um this year or in the future i'm just gonna say in the future because the lord can change his plans very very quick or start things beforehand but i would hope that uh, more books would be coming and that's exciting actually i'm writing books right now which is super cool so don't know when they're gonna come out but they they being written in they be <laughs> but i've got hopefully books are coming to encourage people again of all ages women and men like this is i think we're even going to break out the mold of just women like maybe having things apply to men i don't know we'll just see um and then i think also in the future shirts apparel to what is it edify the father number one but also nice. encourage you when you're wearing it so i love faith blessed hope all those like um biblical shirts apparel right mm -hmm. that like when you wear it you're representing the lord on yes. your clothes what i would want to do in the future is to provide apparel for people that's affordable that's affirming um, and that edifies again the father and so that is what I'm hoping to step into very very soon in all seasons that we have right 
fall, winter, spring, some, all of it. Uh, I think also in the future, hopefully to do a conference, a Dear Broken Girl conference would be super cool. And I just say all of these with a question mark. Some of them I know will happen, but if I were to like hope for things, it would be a conference for women of all ages to again be reminded or to be taught the worthiness that they have in the father and and to know that their brokenness is welcomed and that they can leave whole and encourage and all of that so to have a conference to have apparel to have more books come out to you guys for the podcast to continue doing its thing and lava lexi how and um and definitely for dear broken girl to go beyond where it has like so far and the and the pandemic really put a halt on a lot of things and book sales were one of them but i'm hoping that dear broken girl will amp back up and go beyond um our border so far we've what is it like over 700 books have been placed in the hands of people and for a small town johnson county girl that is a Joe miracle Cole. of the lord but we're hoping it goes farther and goes and encourages people in many ways um but yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that's right wonderful. now that I can think of. I like that. I love that. And I love that, uh, you know, our motto, I think, it, if you want to give it a title, is that, you know, even if, mm -hmm. you know, that's our that's our, our little motto, even if. Even yeah. if God, Dear Broken Girl, has reached its maximum yeah. um, people mm -hmm. and it doesn't do anything else, mm -hmm. you know, even if God is, you know, we're still going to serve you. Oh, yeah. We're still sure. going to worship you. If truth be told, I would like to see how and anything else that has um, developed under that umbrella halts. Yeah. You know, our praise and our worship yeah. to God. Ain't gonna stop. It's not going to stop. No. So I love that. Now, tell me, what have you learned about yourself? Whew, I've learned so much. I learned it's not about me. Um, <laughs> that's something that I've learned really, really, really well. Um, I think something that I've learned about myself is that I'm human and I struggle and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I I have battled and really been crippled by my own sins and shortcomings to the point where it's like, I am the worst of sinners out there on the block. Like from the beginning of times to the end of times, I am just the utmost worst sinner that there is like just awful. Um, but I think even just talking about this, I think about Paul and he in Bible was like, I'm the worst of all, yet the grace of God has allowed me to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I think that what I'm learning is that I am human. I will struggle. I will continue to struggle for the rest of my life until I see the Lord face to face. Mm -hmm. And that is okay because he used people then in the Bible times that we read about and find encouragement from. He used them and their shortcomings. And he's the same God today and forevermore. So um, I'm human. I struggle. That's something that I'm learning about myself. Grace, really, if I could put a word to it, it's grace. Um, and I think if I understand that I'm human and I struggle, then when other humans struggle, there is less judgment and more grace, grace. that yeah. should be extended. So we're still working on that as well. But yeah. So in other words, you're learning that it's okay. To, to not, not be okay. okay. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, I think also one of the things I'm learning about myself is that I can believe the Lord more. For so long, I've always just put the Lord in this box because this is what I've seen him doing in that person's life. And so right now we're, we're really into Michael Todd and his sermons and his preaching yes. and his book. We're actually reading Crazy Faith right now as a, as a family and a Bible study. But I think he 
has paved this way modern like you know modern times of break the lord out the box you put him in mm. and believe that he can like bring you into a space that he's designed for you like the lord has crafted beautiful things for each of us to step into and a lot of times we don't experience them because we don't feel comfortable or it's in this box of like lord you're only supposed to do a b and c because that's what i saw in sadie robertson or that's what i saw in sarah jakes roberts or that's what i saw in td jakes you know what i'm saying or whoever you um maybe look up to local mm -hmm. or global and it's like if he hasn't done it in them then oh no right oh you no because i haven't yeah. seen it yeah. i haven't seen it yet so i think i'm going to believe that's what i'm learning about myself <laughs> to believe you're, you're going to believe. i'm going to believe <laughs> <laughs> the lord more and what he said to me about myself or just in his holiness and in his power and in his authority to do the impossible so if i believe the lord wholeheartedly and it's in his will to do the impossible the lord can do the impossible so it's just believing the lord more um and and paving my own path that he has paved for me and not walking the path that he's already created for somebody else if that makes sense which is really difficult for me because i'm one that like set of steps you give me steps i'll follow those steps to create steps and to walk on my own is very difficult so that's something else i'm learning about myself believe the lord more and the last thing this has helped me greatly my desire is to please the lord jenny allen said it in a podcast that i was listening to that she says your desire to please the lord pleases the lord and i was absolutely mm -hmm. freed when she that. said that because i had battled at that time if I was pleasing God, what did, did I love the Lord? Like what, where am I with you, Lord? I don't know because I'm sinning. I'm falling short. I'm not doing all the things when I fast, I break it. When I do like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think it's again, Paul, where he says, I do what I don't want to do and what I want to do. I don't do. That's where I was. And when she said that your desire to please the Lord pleases, pleases him, Lord. I yes. was like, okay. So I now like I am rooted in, even if I fall, when I fall and fail, my purpose, my desire, my heart will forever be to please the Lord, to make the Father happy. And my sins and shortcomings does make him sad, but he's been doing this for a long time, right? <laughs> he's been working with sinners for a long time and he's done some amazing things through sinful people because that's what he does. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Like that has been an anchor for me. It's just, wait, wait, wait. Remember your heart because that's what the father looks at, right? David, hello. He looked at the heart and not at the handsome brothers that he had, mm -hmm. even though David was fine too. But anyway, the Bible said it, not me. The Bible did. <laughs> he said it was tall, dark, and handsome. Hello. Yeah. So I love that because what you not that part about the tall, dark, and handsome. But I love what you said about when God gives you a word, when he speaks a word into your life, or when he gives you um, a, a word mm -hmm. that you, you're trying to learn to um, take God at his word, yeah. right? Believe to to him believe more. him more. Yeah. And, you know, we have to remember that God is faithful mm -hmm. to his promises, Hello. right? He doesn't speak it and then it's just out there just wandering around mm -hmm. anywhere, you know, just out there all lollygagging. Yeah. Whatever the word is, right? He's out there. Lollygagging. Whatever. He's out there just roaming around, right? Know. No. God, God's word will not return to him void. Yeah. If he spoke it, you can stand on it, yeah. right? What's CC he, say? What's CC say? If he said it, I, I believe, believe it. it. If he, he said, said it, 
it, it is, is done. done all right right yeah so i love that so mm -hmm. yes learning to um stand on his word more and believe him more and and just being rooted and grounded in regards to what the way the wind is blowing and right. it's up and down when it's supposed to be north and south mm -hmm. you know god said it yeah i'm believing yeah let's go with it well i even think like you said it before too is that and this has brought me a lot of freedom in when i believe i hear the lord or when he gives me a vision that you know i didn't even ask for like he gives me something is that the lord does not give you something and dangle it in front of your face and like oh you thought you oh you saw that oh you thought you heard that nope right because if we believe that the lord has said it or he has shown it then we can stand firm that it's going to happen exactly. and we've seen that in the bible but also i just think hearing that of um you can explain it more if if that's not good enough but like you know how you said you just he doesn't just show you this and be like yeah you know how when um like a uh a, a person I have a piece of paper and they're mm -hmm. like, here, you want this? No, no, no. Yeah. You want this? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, you know what's on, what's written on this piece of paper and how it's going to benefit your life, mm -hmm. right? So the person that's holding this piece of paper knows exactly what's up here as well yeah. and that you want it, right? So they're like putting it out there and they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. God's not like that. There's no taunting. No, God is not like that. He does not taunt. He is a man of his word. Yeah. If he showed it to you, if he told it to you, it is going to be fulfilled. He's not going to say, yeah, Myra, you want this pen? This pen? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You know, so when God shows you stuff in a vision or in dreams or he gives you that word or that confirmation, you can stand on it. Yeah. You know, I think it's so it's definitely and this is even kind of like derailing just a little bit, but the waiting is very difficult. Waiting. We're waiting individually and collectively on different things that we've brought to the Lord and different things that he's spoken or just desires and dreams that we've had in our hearts, again, individually and collectively. And so to wait on the Lord, this is something that I'm learning a little bit last year, but really stepping into this year, actually a lot last year of waiting on the Lord and knowing like, we just have to stand on his word. And that sometimes that's so difficult because as time goes on, you're like, did I hear the Lord? Did yeah. I did I see you that thing? You question like, yourself. Yeah, like, I blinked. I know yeah, I right? did. Yeah. <laughs> like, what God, maybe he didn't yeah. want this for me. Yeah. But in your waiting, in that hard time when you're waiting, that's when you press the harder. You yeah. dig deeper into God. You dig deeper in his word. Mm -hmm. You dig, you know, you, you seek his word. You listen to sermons. Mm -hmm. You listen to music. You do, you just go deeper and deeper yeah. in God because the waiting is hard. It's, it's so in difficult. that waiting that the enemy will try to pull you mm -hmm. out and away from God. And that's why you have to surround yourself with all things God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Legit. And you just have to press and just dig and just dig your feet in and say, I will not be moved because God said it. Yeah. I believe it. He said it. It, it is done. done. But I even think going off of that, though, because um, the waiting is very difficult and we do need to surround ourselves with all things Jesus. But then being honest with the Lord of saying, oh, yes. hey, Lord, you said this. This is what I believe you said. This is what I believe you showed me. This is what I'm hoping for, dreaming for. Um, and I hope it's in your will. But this is hard, Lord. Like, why hasn't happened yet? We can ask God questions. What did Priscilla Shire say? Yes, we can ask that. God questions without, without questioning, questioning God. Him. So, oh, <laughs> we, so we love all the stuff. Uh, that, that is deep. And that yep. is so true because God, he, he he's okay with us questioning him. Like, you know, God, you showed me this in 20. 
15. Yeah. It is now 2022. Hello. It still has not come to yeah. pass. You know, like, God, what's up with this? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting kind of a little depressed here, mm -hmm. God. I'm getting, I'm worried, I'm stressed or whatever. He's yeah. okay with that. Yeah. With us coming to him because he's our father. Yeah. You know? I think going even back to what I mentioned of I'm human, I struggle. So like I mentioned, we are all collectively and individually waiting on the Lord yes, for God. different things that we've heard him say, seen him do, or just deep desires that we have within our heart. Um, and I think that what we have seen within ourselves, like my sister is in Seattle, Washington, but we are all going through similar things, things because we're waiting on the Lord to do what he has said, what he's shown, what he said, you know what yes. I'm saying? So what we've um, scene is one day mom will have a, a down moment and it's this grace that we know she's human she struggles mm -hmm. so what do we do we either confront her then with encouraging things you you can tell when you need to yeah. talk to him then or we go into prayer and say hey lord she needs encouragement mm -hmm. and the same thing it seems like we take turns because yeah. the waiting is difficult there was one so a couple times yeah. We all struggle at the same time. We were like, oh, Lord, yeah. we don't know what's happening. <laughs> but what I'm saying is in the waiting, it is very difficult. So, yes, surround yourself with all things Jesus and community is number one. Like I have a built in community, praise God, which mm -hmm. is with my family. Um, but also going to the Lord and being real, because if you go to him and say, hey, can you show me again or can you remind me again? Can you? Um, build my confidence again he will he but will. he won't if you don't go to him exactly. um so exactly. yeah yeah he's that kind of guy yeah say. He's, he's a, a conversational good, he's a good, lord. Good father yeah. he really is so now tell me if you could speak, we'll go back on track <laughs> if you could speak to your teen self and i know you just like was right there right not too long ago but if you could speak to your teen self what would you say what advice would you give your teen self well, considering, as you said, <laughs> I am 21, so my teen self was a couple of years ago. But I think some of the things that I would tell my teen self, really, if I go to 16, is that when I was 16 years old, I was heavily submerged from six years old, believe it or not, to I was 16. So for an entire decade, I was submerged and overwhelmed by the sin of porn addiction. And um, specifically, it was same-sex porn addiction, women with women. And I, I share that because a lot of people don't know that girls struggle with it too. Neither did I until I stepped into it. And also in that specific homosexual part, right? So it was like through a screen, I struggled with that. But in reality, in life, I was never attracted to women. So there was confusion and the addiction and the sin. Mm -hmm. So it was like layers mm -hmm. of it. And it was over time. So what I would say to that 16 year old before she found that freedom was that she could be free, mm -hmm. right? Because from six to 16, you're 10 years into this and it looked different from mind to screen to, you know, imagination. And it was, it was always, this is just, it's just progressing. It's just growing. I don't, I, you know, I know it's not good, but I, I don't know how to stop. And so I would tell that 16-year-old, that 15, 14, all the way to six years old playing with Barbie dolls that you can find victory. Um, and that victory is in the only name, which is Jesus. Yes. And that is actually where I found victory. And he did it in different ways. Y'all gonna have to read Dear Broken Girl to know how I got freed from porn addiction because it is a story and a half. But if you want to know more, y'all can just text me. I'll let you know. Um, we'll talk about it actually later on in life. Um, more. But anyway, I would tell that, that you can find victory 
I would also tell middle school and high school, right? I know it's, you said teenage years, but middle school and high school that you do not have to fit the mold of those that you see around you. So how I grew up, I was with a lot of people that were not black. And so I tried to fit the mold, the um, dialect, the, the lingo, whatever, the way of living as they did, because that's what I was just around a lot. And so I had, my hair was different. <laughs> my my skin color. skin color was different, you know, but I think the biggest thing for me was hair texture. And I know this is like, oh, it sounds superficial because it's appearance, but it, it dictated how I felt about my worth, which goes into Dear Broken Girl again of knowing where my worth actually is and where it's not. Anyway, so I would tell my teen self that um, break the mold of trying to be like others. And this also is understanding what the Lord has individually crafted mm, for your yes. life. So you cannot break the mold of being like other people until you understand what the Lord has just for you. And that comes with reading the word of what does he promise his children? Like to, to break the mold of being like everyone else, I have to be a daughter or I have to be a son of the Lord. Then I can individually understand what he has Ooh, for me. Yes, um, so it's a process, right? Of mm -hmm. breaking, then uh, understanding, then being developed in it, mm -hmm. I think. Um, so that's what I would tell my teen self. It's like, break the mold, but you got to break the mold with Jesus. Yes. And then um, don't put God in a box. He's bigger. We He's talked bigger. about that earlier. This is a really big one. This is something that I'm still stepping in now and I love it. Is singleness is valuable. Singleness is a joy. Singleness is great. I have grown up <laughs> watching movies or hearing people, loved ones, church folks where it's like, oh honey, you'll get them or oh honey, you just wait for them. And those are nothing wrong with that advice What one, at all. But singleness is beautiful life does not start when you get a man life starts when jesus comes into your life so i think for me singleness is beautiful it's difficult but it's beautiful sometimes um so singleness is such a sweet and valuable place to be enjoy it and that is what i would tell my single teen self that's what i would tell her and then the last thing that i would tell her is that you are beautiful and a relationship status does not define that again yes. in the in the way that i've grown up with the society of society, social media yes. social media is like you have to look like this you have to have him you have to have that in order to be worthy so all of these pillars have been poured into Dear Broken Girl of this is what society says. This is even what people around me are saying. People who love me, people who I don't know, um, that are saying. Mm -hmm. And now this is what scripture says. Mm -hmm. And walking in that, this is again, breaking the mold because you're looking in scripture and then you hear the voice of the Lord yourself to be like, no, honey, you're beautiful. Like you're cute. I took my time on you. Just mm -hmm. so like I took my time on her and on him and on them. Um, that's what I would tell myself. A lot of different things I would tell my teenage self, <laughs> but I'm still walking in um, those things Some of, of those beauty, things, yes. of, of singleness and of victory. Like, even though I don't struggle with pornography again, there are still sins and addictions and habits that we endure and experience every single day that we can find victory from. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I hope too that God allows you to address the pornography yeah. um, on a deeper level at, oh, yeah. at a later time because 
in talking with you, we have we have discussed and learned that pornography is not just turning on the laptop mm -hmm. or the or getting on the phone mm -hmm. and looking at a, a video or a YouTube mm -hmm. thingamajiggy. Pornography is a wide range. And so I'm praying that God will allow you to address that so that if there is some other young lady or mm -hmm. young person, young man who is struggling with um, the content that they read yeah. um, and not seeing it, maybe feeling convicted a little, like is this pornography or mm -hmm. not really realizing that what you're reading is pornography, right. you know? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's... Yeah, I think that'll definitely actually happen. And, and the Lord and I have been in conversation about when that's to step into. So you guys actually be in tune for that because I'm truly excited to share my story because I feel like a lot of people don't know. We didn't know. Didn't it was a shock to my parents whenever I told them and my sister and my grandma at the time, like yes. it was an absolute shock because we didn't know. We had no idea that it was outside the walls of a, of a oh, guy, guy. Uh -huh. you know, and then we had no idea that it was so many different layers and yes. levels to it yes. from mind to again, reading yeah. to watching. It's and, not just and, A and B. Yeah. It's, it's a wide, it's so, it's so many. A lot of numbers, and yeah. a lot of letters. But, you know, just to address that in, in being a parent mm -hmm. and finding out that your child is struggling in a specific area, yeah. you know, it, it is so hard because as parents, we don't see this and we want our kids to be um, perfect to a yeah. certain degree. But, you know, we all know that no one is perfect. But, just like not struggle, not, yeah, you know, like not just be good. With this or yeah. not, not what? Yeah. yeah. You know, but um, so I think that is so good in being able to hear what your kids are going through mm -hmm. to be able to accept it because God is going to use you mm -hmm. to help them as well as while, while I was helping Alexis through her situation, it was also helping me yeah. and it was building my character in God and allowing him to use me more for his glory yeah. to help her in her situation. Yeah. So it also built my relationship with God but it, it defined her relationship yeah. with God as well. So. Yeah, I think definitely what you're saying. And we'll get more into this. I'll have you yeah. and all of that. But um, it won't easy, y'all. I just got to say that. It was not easy to tell my parents that I was struggling with porn because it's just something you just didn't think about. So, yeah, But we'll get into more of it for yeah. sure. So a couple of other questions. Who is your mentor and why? <sighs> Or, um, I mean, you know, it could be anybody, yeah. know, someone in the Bible, it could be a person that Paul. you know, um, I know you love Paul, but who's your mentor and, and why, you know? Yeah. I would say my family is my mentor and not just because one of the members was sitting beside me, but I would say, <laughs> I would say my family because they have all, they all have different backgrounds. My sister and I were eight years apart. She's 29, 21. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, and so the way that we grew up, the way that we were brought up, the experiences that we have had are different. Um, but there's also some similarities in there as well. But her perspective on life, her perspective on how you go about things is completely different than mine and mom's and dad's. But I think I have learned so much from her mm -hmm. because her perspective is outside of what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned a lot through just her living life, but also her being the big sister that she is, telling it like it is, trying her best to put me on the path and the realities of the world. So I would say my mentors is my sister, is my mother, and is my father. Um, 
dad is straight up country and very point blank as well that's where my sister gets it from not the country part but the point blank. point blank and and you know that's what i get if i need to know truth really like i need that truth in me he's one of the people that the lord will use to bring that in and he's not aggressive it's just how he's made up mm -hmm. mom is more she's the more caring one praise god because <laughs> i am a sensitive being so um you know but mom is the best friend and what i love about all of them is that they don't hide their struggle you know we are struggling together so therefore if i'm struggling in this i'm gonna share it I'm going to um, walk through this with you guys so that if you go through it, you can see exactly. how we did it together. Um, so they are all my mentors. Mom, again, is caring, loving, but she'll tell it like it is too when it's not about you. Um, <laughs> but it's all good things. We've had the greatest conversations when we ride out and we're just being honest. And I think that's what mentorship is not just giving you advice, but actually sharing your life. Mm -hmm. So that is what I have seen in my family is not are they just encouraging me and being having kind words or leading me on the right path, but they're actually walking with me and sharing their struggles and shortcomings with me. And and that is more um influential and impactful than anything that y'all could ever just say to me oh to god be the glory yes that wasn't a plug for the mama that was just a question <laughs> there but anyway so last question what are your passions and what's your purpose what do you feel like your purpose in life if i could put it in a word it would be encourage or encouragement or to where to encourage uh i i Again, in the beginning, I love to make people laugh, love to be happy and joyful as much as I can. And so um, I think that is to encourage. Dear Broken Girl is to encourage people to know their worth because I didn't know my worth. And so I'm one of those people, I think, that's built into me. It, when I struggle and when I fall, it's like, how can he use this for the next mm -hmm. person? Whether it's for my children, if I have children, it's like a generational thing in that way. Or if it's the people that's around me, the, the girls that I get to mentor, the people I get to have Bible studies with, conversations, all of that is to encourage. Um, so that's what I would say my purpose is. Obviously to glorify the Lord, but it comes through the funnel of encouragement. It goes back to the scripture where it's like we all have gifts from the Lord. If it's to teach, teach well. If it's to give, give generously. You know what I'm saying? All, all of those things. And I think mine is encouragement. My passions are college age girls and teenage girls. That is where, and middle school girls too. Like I, I think the whole mm -hmm. realm there, because I know what I dealt with as a middle schooler. I know the insecurities. I also know the addictions, right? Um, and so my heart is for them. It's for the high schoolers because you're in this weird spot of conforming. Yes. Um, and I know a lot of people quote Romans 12 too, like don't conform to the pattern of this world. But you did when you were in high school. And so mm -hmm. now I'm in high school and Ouch. I don't need to be like quoted. I need to be helped, helped and, and, and let, yeah, yes. you know, like, so um, that's my passion are, are those girls. That's my purpose is to encourage 
middle school, high school, college girls, elementary. If you got an elementary girl, I can talk to her too. <laughs> um, because I remember specific things too in elementary school that. So zero they, to 21, really. Basically, 23, 24. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So really, that's about all that I have. Is there anything else that you want to um dwell on or talk about or no i think the biggest thing well i'm grateful that this is essentially a q a right if y'all can't tell by now it just is question and answer type situation but I'm, I'm just thankful to be able to talk about these things and for you to come up with this idea because i'm want to again interview other people and, and hear what they're sharing so it's cool to be able to share um the things that the lord is doing with me but as we've said throughout this whole conversation to check out Truth Be Told podcast episodes in the past from November 2021 up until now and keep your eyes out for the future because there will be more Q&As. There will be um, more real talks when we talk about my testimony when it comes to porn pornography or um, just some different things that are coming on the way, how I lost the Lord's voice, all of that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to keep going. If you want your copy of Dear Broken Girl, you can get it on Amazon. If you want a personal, uh, personalized copy, signed copy from me, then you can send me a message or comment below this video and say, hey, I want a copy and I will send it your way. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's and pretty also, much don't it. don't forget to check out Live with Lexi Howell um videos or whatever yeah all the Facebook. interviews that i have here on lava like see how i mean since, over 30 yeah. since march of 2020 there or april 2020 really but there are so many different perspectives and um conversations that are so good so you should check them out 100 percent um so just in general, the, the reason behind this Q&A wasn't to give a plug for Dear Broken Girl and Truth Be Told and Live with Lacey Howell, but it was an opportunity for you to get to know a little bit about what God is doing in Lexi's life to, so that you'll know that she's just not out here just all, um, just, just out here about herself. Mm -hmm. She's out here, um, a young lady that is on fire for God. And so I want praying that through her talk that you've been able to see that it is not about her no. and that it is all about God and how God is using her to um, continue to, to spread his word. So that was one of the reasons behind this yeah. Q&A today. For sure. It is definitely to encourage you guys and wherever you are, it's like, oh, the Lord's told me this, or I have this, my heart breaks hearing this or seeing that. It's to go for it, right? Mm -hmm. To believe the Lord more, to believe that if I break out of this mold, read his scripture, he's going to direct me and specifically what he has for me. Um, and, and you can do really anything that he says that you can do because he does it through you. And mm -hmm. that is what Dear Broken Girl, Lava Lexi Howe, and Truth Be Told is to represent. Lexi ain't do none of this, right? But I'm so thankful that I get the opportunity to do it to encourage you guys so that you can go and do it yourself, right? Go and make disciples of all nations in the different ways that the Lord has created you to do so. So it's pretty exciting, but that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I'm going to leave it in your hands. You know how to close this up. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I mean, you know, we've been talking a while, so my tongue's are getting tired. But I appreciate you guys so much for watching or for listening to me on the podcast. Be sure to check out all the different things that we talked about so far and know that you are loved and that you are um, just really seen by the Lord, heard by him. And he has great designs and desires and dreams 
written for you. So can't wait to see those unfold. I love you and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye y'all. <laughs>